Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring Hill. Uh-huh. The pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shafty. Hey, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, the morning roast. Oh, baby! We're smoking on that Cowboys pack. We're jacked up. We know who the Niners are playing. Green Bay, Saturday night, 5 o'clock, Levi Stadium. As we say, good morning to everybody out there, including you Cowboy fans. Because guess what? Since 1995, guess who has more rings? Jennifer Lopez from Dallas Cowboys. Jayla has six. The Cowboys have zero. Wait a minute. She has six rings? She has six rings since 95, man. She's like Jordan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not one, not two, not three, not, not five, five, not, not six. six. Not seven. <laughs> Has she been married six times? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, after four, when you say maybe this marriage thing's not for me, six. Six. So good morning to everybody out there, including the overnight I mean, dancers down in Texas. Six. <laughs> good morning, Des Bryant. Good morning, Darren Guru Johnson. That's more than Marty Lurie. <laughs> good morning, Darren Guru Johnson. Hey, you've been He's got my, three. Leave my uncle Marty alone. I man. know. Tony well Gwynn, zero. Marty Lurie, three. Leave, 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 my boy, leave my boy Marty Lurie alone. Leave him alone. But good morning to everybody out there. <laughs> I love Marty. All the truck drivers. All the cops. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboys. Oh, I'm so fired up this morning, man. We got we got Warriors and Grizzlies coming up a little later today. Uh, we'll get to Draymond Green. We'll talk to DeMichael Cole. Uh, he writes, he covers the Grizzlies for the Mich- Memphis Commercial Appeal. Does a great job out there doing that. So we'll get, you know, quick five, seven minutes on the Grizzlies and what this game means out in Memphis. Uh, Ahmed Farid's going to join us in about 26 minutes. Of course, he's a studio host for NBC, does Big Ten, does a little bit of everything. We know him well from Giants pre- and post-game live here at NBC Sports Bay Area. Uh, He's come up really well. He did a great job hosting those shows over the weekend as playoff football was back in our lives. Texans events, Chiefs events, Ravens await. Their opponent, because the Bills and Steelers played today at 1.30. We got Eagles and Bucks later on today, but we know who the Niners are playing. Rams are out. Cowboys are out. Lions are in. They have, they will host a winner today's game between the Bucks and the Eagles. And, of course, the Niners and Packers, Saturday night, 5 p.m., Saloon Font. Red paint in the end zones. It's going down as the Niners try to capture that glory. And not go out like the Cowboys. No. All right, so I do want to have just a sports consumption conversation here. 
the Peacock app, where everyone had to, to download right. who didn't already have it uh, to watch the game. I had referenced month back, two months back, that the hypothesis was that the NFL will put the Super Bowl behind a paywall at some point, meaning you'll have to pay for it. Similar to like a UFC event where there's a pay-per-view and you got to pay to be able to stream or watch the event. And people lost their minds. Lost their minds. Okay? I don't love having to go to an independent app that's not my Comcast or my YouTube TV because you can't switch channels, right? Right. If you're locked in on one sport and it goes to commercial, then, then you can't, you can't change channels. So my argument would be like, well, maybe we don't have advertisements, but that'll never happen. Like that's, that's stupid. It's not going to happen. That's how they can pay for the streaming services. And that's how these networks are operating, that they're selling advertising. What did you think about the game being on Peacock and and just the banter by the media regarding how difficult it was to download the the Peacock app and to access it? Well, we've done it with Amazon Prime now for two years now. Thank you. So I I don't know what the big deal is anymore. I've been doing it with the NBA app for years on my phone. NBA app on my phone, League Pass. I watch a lot of NBA games on my phone. From bed, late at night, watching West Coast games. You could do, you know, or I have my laptop on my belly, and you have four games at once. So we've been doing it for a while. So I don't, I don't get what the big deal is anymore. Now I will say, as this is a Monster Monday, brought to you by First Five California. To learn four things you could do to overcome toxic stress. Go to firstfivecalifornia.com. I will say, to make people pay for the Super Bowl, that stinks, and I, I, I get why the NFL will do it. But not every family's going to have 70 bucks to pony up. I, I, not every family's going to have 80 bucks to pony up. I hear you. The Super Bowl should be a game that we should be able to watch on free television, whether it's well, Channel 5. There is not, no free television. There is no free television, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Basic, you should have to the basic pay subscription. Outside of our subscription, we should have to pay again to pay for the Super Bowl. That stinks. I mean, we pay all this money for League Pass. We pay all the money for Sunday Ticket. We pay all the money for Amazon Prime. The least you can do for the feds, to be gracious to the feds. Super Bowl's, the NFL's making it. They're killing it. I know. They're making billions of dollars, man. We can't get enough of the NFL. They can move a game to Tuesday, 1.30, and we're all going to watch. We're all going to watch it. How many trash Thursday night football games have we watched on the Amazon Prime app? Oh, way too many. How many Titans-Jaguars yeah, games have we locked into? Here's what I would say to you about the Amazon Prime app. Everybody pays for Amazon Prime already. I don't know. Now, that's just me. I don't know too many people in my life who don't already have Amazon Prime. Do you get what I'm saying? And maybe I live in a circle that's different than others. But, like, I feel like Amazon now... Post pandemic, pretty standard operating it practice. Is. It is, but it is. but I think the Peacock app, it, it, people were going crazy. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, going- I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Well, twenty three million people streamed the game. I just didn't like the fact that Mahomes was on a streaming app. Why? Patrick Mahomes is your marquee player in this That's league. That's why they did it. Yeah, I get draw it. People I, there. I get it. I don't think Texans Browns right. cost twenty. Probably not. Maybe Probably not. 17? I get it from that angle. 18? But from my vantage point, I was like, yeah. dude, Mahomes has to be accessible well, that's to why. everybody. But that's why I went out of my way to put it on my television and download that but app. not everybody could do that. No, I, 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 I hear you. Not everybody even knows how to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I get the Peacock, and it's a great, it's a great pitch. It's a great tool. And obviously working with NBC, I get the Peacock. I've had the Peacock app. You know what drew me to the Peacock app? Was the Joe Montana documentary. Yes. I've been working at NBC now for four seasons. And it was the Joe Montana documentary. was like, you know what? I got to give in. 
I have to give in because I need to watch the show Montana documentary, the greatest quarterback of all time. Not you, Tom Brady. Why are you looking at me? Because I knew I'd get a reaction out of you. Uh, now, my understanding was that in those local markets, the game was on standard television. Yeah, standard television. Or whatever the standard cable. Because right. there is no standard TV anymore. You have right. to pay for some form of cable somewhere, even if you just get the local broadcasts. Right. So, I don't know. Look, I, again, I we're in this business, and so we're already like kind of like... You know, head first into the deep end of right. the of the streaming. Like I pay for a, probably were a more comprehensive sports package than the majority crazy? of people I know. Were, were people going crazy? Because I, I was like I was obviously was working. Crazy. I had Bucks Warriors, so I was at the studios, and you know, obviously working with NBC, we had the apps and we had the game on anyway, so we had both games on. But I at this point, it's twenty twenty four. That's where I'm at. Like, if you're going crazy over the apps, this is the way the world is going. This is the way sports is going. Well, if you like could... boxing, right? For example, boxing. Showtime's done now with boxing. They had their last event last December, and it was actually kind of sad. And HBO's been out of the boxing game, what feels like, what, three to four years? Maybe yeah. five? And so now, with boxing, you either get the ESPN or the ESPN Plus, but boxing's also making a pitch to Amazon Prime. Yes. So a lot of fights are now going to be on Amazon Prime once they finalize that. So it's just a way to world. Well, that's what they're saying about the baseball right now, Bonte, and, and basketball. All of these local broadcasts that were with Bally's, right. right, that Diamond Sports that has gone bankrupt, right. it's the equivalent in certain markets of your channel, the NBC Bay Area yep. Sports Network or whatever it's called, whatever the particular right. corporate name is. They're saying Amazon Prime wants to gobble all those up. Yep. And then more people are going to go, I would prefer it to go to Amazon so I don't have to pay another app. Because right. I feel like right now, I thought streaming was going to be cheaper than a cable package. Oh, it it's infinitely up. more expensive. Oh, it's adding up. When you add everything in. You add up. $5 here. $5 there. You got the 4K on YouTube. I, $5 here. I have some 4K is great. I got, I, I'm paying... I'm paying so much damn money on cable. I, I, like, the little $5 that hit you like the Apple. I know. It's just it's it's where we're going here. So we have to adjust. We got to evolve. We have to evolve. But you know what? Making people pay for the Super Bowl—that's I draw the it's line. A step there. too far for you? I think so. Because I'll consider it to people like I got it. I'm going to uh -huh. I'm going to do it. You got me. Like the UFC fights, just one click in a button, seventy dollars. I'm like, you know what? It's a drop in the bucket right now. But for, but I'm not everybody, and everybody's not me well, right now. And so I know a lot of a family of four. Yes, a family of six. A family of seven. Are you really going to be able to pony up those seventy to eighty dollars to watch the Super Bowl? And what if it's a Super Bowl? What if it's a team that you don't even care yeah, about? Let's say hypothetically, it's Texans versus the Tampa Bay Bucks, right? Right. I, that's a great question. I don't know, like how many people would want to buy in on that. Like, and I'm just, I, I don't mean, I don't think it's fair to those teams. But, but here's what I would say: If I'm the NFL, the argument is, well. Have a watch party, and right. a bunch of people come together, and that's where I would tell the NFL do it on Saturday. Then right, right, Super do Bowl it on, on Saturday. Saturday. Do it on Saturday, Super Saturday. Yes, because if you do it on if if all of a sudden we got to have Super Bowl watch parties, I'm good, dog. I'm, I'm I don't do watch parties for the Super Bowl. Willard would be all in on that. Yeah, I would be all out on it. <laughs> I would I would be all out on it. Thank you, Bonte. I, I'm, I'm not, I don't I, I want to watch the Super Bowl in peace. I want to lock in on Super Bowl. It's my last. It's the last football game of the season. I'm out. I want to be able to enjoy it, not with these Johnny Come Latelys who maybe watch Week Eight, who maybe watch the playoff game here and there. You get these casuals there. It's like, oh, what's been going on? And you know, you hear all the comments, and it just drives you crazy. I 
hate watch parties for well, here's a great example. football games. Here's a great example. The year that the Bengals played the Rams in the Super Bowl, I was sick to my stomach yeah. watching the Rams and the Bengals. I watched alone in silence by myself. I'm not sure if I would have paid for that game because I was so sad the Niners lost. Right. So sad. Well, Rams, Rams, Patriots, for example. I probably would have paid. Who am I? I'm I'm so full of it. I was still living on. I was still living on Tita Clement, and you know, and it was just fried chicken. It was just me and her. I was good with that. I don't like watching the Super. Like, if let's just my close, close friends, and we've had Super Bowl watch parties, but it's just us, us, because we're football fanatics. It's about five or six of us. I'm cool. But Super Bowl watch parties, I'm out. I'm out. Even with the Niners, there's going to be all these watch parties. I'm already hearing from people saying, man, tell me about the events in Vegas. If the Niners make it to Vegas, and we're out there, Shasky, in Vegas, that Super Bowl weekend, I am locked the hell in. I don't care about parties. I don't care about events. I care about the game. How are we going to win the damn game? So I'm talking to the raw guy when it comes to that stuff. But we are heading that way. It Doesn't it feel like it? Pay-per-view Super Bowl. I'm surprised it hasn't happened earlier. Well, they didn't know they could get away with it. I think that the pandemic uh, has expedited everything. And then their experiment, dipping their toe into the NBC Peacock app waters with the Mahomes game, with the Taylor Swift phenomenon, it almost feels calculated. I shouldn't say 70 is a drop in a bucket, huh? Yeah, I say that. $70 is a drop in a bucket for us. People Ernie Chavez, our YouTuber of the year, Doobie Award winner, 2023. TB Bonte, 70, a drop in the bucket. Radio Bonte, eating off the dollar menu. <laughs> eating out of the vending machine. <laughs> let's, let's have a little fun here. That's, let's have a little fun here. Good. All right, so good. the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers, the history of the two teams, okay? If I just said to you, before you get into the specifics, Niners, Packers, playoffs, what comes to mind? Oh, no Desmond, specifics. Desmond Howard, Antonio Freeman, T.O., Jerry Rice fumbling, Jerry Rice, uh, T.O. dropping a bunch of passes. Uh, Jeff Garcia throwing the interception down. What are they down in that football game? 18-15, wild card game, Green Bay. Uh, I think it was Mike McKenzie in the corner, or was it Al Harris? Tipped the ball from mm. T.O. Green mm. Bay goes out to score. Ahmad Green uh, from Nebraska. Yeah, number 30. Killed us. They win 25-15. Uh, and this is no Google. No Google. No Google. I- I'll close the laptop. Um, what else comes to mind? Oh, obviously, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing eight times and Raheem Mostert running for over 200 yards. And George Kittle right before halftime? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Regular season game. Smoking him. And then the caller calling the postgame show. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Niners won 37-8, but there's some warning signs here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We just won 37-8. Remember that guy in Oakland? I'll never I forget know. it at the Hilton Hotel. All right. First time they faced each other in the playoffs. Mon- uh, it was a uh, 1995 Saturday. Oh, Saturday afternoon. Niners. Divisional playoff yep. round. Kettle what Stick happened, Park. Bonte? Kettlesick Park. Niners fell behind, I believe, 21-0. Adam Walker fumbled on uh, the swing route. He had the big cast on his arm. Niners got smoked. Remember, they lost the last regular season game against the Atlanta Falcons that season, which cost them home field advantage, gave Dallas the number one seed. Green Bay came in 13, 14-point favorites. Mike Holgren making his return to San Francisco. Antonio Freeman, Brett Favre, they got destroyed. Steve Young looked befuddled. Fritz Shermer was the defense coordinator for the Green Bay Packers. Fritz Shermer, the father or uncle of Pat Shermer, and he had this great zone concept where they doubled Jerry Rice everywhere they went. And they smoked the Niners. Derek Lavelle is the starting running back, by the way. 
And didn't right. Adam Walker fumble in that yeah, guy? Yeah, I bitch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. glad we brought that up. Yeah. All right, 1996. Okay, a year later, they had the Monday night game, 2023. Don BB got touched. Totally agree with you on that one. Uh, was that Mike Rump who touched him? Antonio Lego, or was Mike it Marquez Rump. Pope? Marquez Pope touched. Okay, uh, Pope. and then so so 1996 divisional playoff game yep. at Green Bay, Saturday, January the fourth. What happened in that game? So Steve Young came into the game with broken ribs. Basically, he had to wear a flak jacket because they beat the Eagles a week before, fourteen nothing, fourteen nothing, Kettlestick Park. Beat the Eagles. It was a nasty game. But Steve Young got his ribs broke on a touchdown going into the goal line. Mm. So he comes out there, flak jacket, could not go. Just was terrible in that game. So Elvis Gerbach replaced him, but Desmond. Howard stole the show with two punt returns in the mud at Lambeau Field, and the Packers went on to beat the Niners. I believe the score was 35-14. I think it was was. 35-14. The very next year, third time meeting in a row, 1997, NFC Championship Championship game, game, Sunday, January 11th, Green Bay Packers at San Francisco. What happens? Yeah, we got smoked. We got smoked. Antonio Freeman just smoked Rod Woodson right before halftime. I believe the score was like 30-10. to 23-10. 23-10. It was 23-3. The only reason why we scored a touchdown was because Chuck Levy returned to kickoff late in the football game. We got smoked. We had no shot in that football game. Uh, Jerry Rice got hurt. In that, no, that was the next year. Um, yeah, we got, we got, we got beat down in that game. Right. You're doing we'll, good. What even close? Fourth time in a row. 1998 wild card game. To January third, Green Bay Packers at Candlestick. Yeah, to to to. Uh, after dropping a bunch after of dropping passes about in the five end passes, uh, Darnell Walker, I believe, had two interceptions in the football game. But Brett Favre and company were able to score a touchdown. Steve Young stumbles, throws the to. Now a couple plays before that. Couple plays before that, Jerry Rice fumbled. He did. However, that season, and the NFL went away from instant replay. So he was ruled down on the ground. Mm. It was obvious that he fumbled. Now, don't forget, Garrison Hurst had a monster game. Mm. Monster game. Ran hard. And I believed, whew. Niners got the monkey off their back. They're going to go to the Georgia Dome next week, beat up on the Falcons. But what happened the next week? Garrison Hurts gets hurt on the first play Love of the it. game, tears his knee up on the turf. Terry Kirby has to play running back full time. Niners Kirby. lose, I think, 2018 at the Georgia Dome next week. All right, 2001, the fifth time the Packers and Niners have faced each other. Uh, basically, uh, five times in yeah. six, seven years here uh, in the playoffs. 2001, NFC wildcard game. Jeff Garcia is the quarterback. What happened? Yeah, yeah they lost 25 15 as we just mentioned Mooch and company back in the playoffs. They were up at the half, seven to six. They're actually up at the half in this football game, seven to six. T.O. Company, Jer- Jeff Garcia, they're going in. Down 18-15, feeling good. They're humming. Jeff Garcia on the first down, but he was a first and ten. Got greedy. Went deep down the field to T.O. down the right sideline. It was either Al Harris or Mike McKinsey. I can't remember the corner. Tips it. They intercept it. Green Bay goes out and milks the clock. They score. They win 25-15. And it's like, damn, we still can't beat Brett Favre. God, I love this. Bonte the Brainiac. Now we got to go flash forward after the Packers have now won a championship yeah. with the guy we wanted to be the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. They head in to Candlestick Park, and we've got Colin Kaepernick, and it's the divisional round playoff game Saturday, January 12th, the final playoff yeah. home game at Candlestick. Yeah, I mean, this is a Colin Kaepernick game. And really, we didn't know how Kaepernick was going to respond. He threw a pick six. Oh, it was seven drive. nothing. Seven nothing. Now remember, 
I was trying to wait on that, and they did a live look in because the Broncos <laughs> and Ravens was still going on. Now, I know you went to that game. Yes. I was at the house. Ravens-Broncos was still going on. The Mile High Miracle with Joe Flacco that same day. He threw a deep pass to Jacoby Jones. They went in overtime, so we had to wait. So then we got the live look in. Kaepernick throws a pick six. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> he is so nervous. We're about to lose to the Green Bay Packers at home to Aaron Rodgers. Because it was the first time we saw Aaron yes. Rodgers after all the debate. Yes. We should have drafted Aaron Rodgers yep. over Alex Smith. And then Kaepernick went crazy. What did he rush for, 181? Yeah, and Rocco, after two possessions, turns to me and says, he will run for 200 today yeah. if they stay dedicated to the run. I go, yep. what are you talking about? And he damn near he ran damn for near did. Clay for- Matthews got his soul taken oh, multiple yeah, times in that game. He did. Well, he also tried to whap Kaepernick the yep. following year in the opening game yep. near the sideline. Joe Staley wasn't having none of it. Nah, Kaepernick threw for over 400 yards in that football 200 game. 200 to Anquan. Yep, yep, 200 to Anquan in his 49ers debut. But Kaepernick went crazy mm. for Gore had a big game. Niners win. What was the final? Was it 45-38 or 45-31? They hung 45 on that team. All right, the very next year, Niners go to Green Bay. Harbaugh's in the the entire, like, 17 khakis, black polo outfit. What happens in that game? I don't remember the score, but it was zero degrees. 23-20. All right, game winning field goal. Niners win. Crabtree had a great catch for a touchdown in that football game. He was called the greatest vice grip. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right. In the history of the by NFL. Harbaugh. By Harbaugh. By Harbaugh. <laughs> Kaepernick, <laughs> no sleeves on. No sleeves on. They go to beat Green Bay. The Frank Gore block. The Frank Gore block. Not only that, then they, the next week, they're going to Carolina. They beat Cam Newton in the Carolina Panthers. But Kaepernick scored and did the Superman yep. in Cam's house. Yep. And then, of course, we know what happened at the end of that season. All right. The eighth time that they played, the 2019 season in the playoffs, what happened? 2019, uh, eighth time, Niners What was this, 37-21 or something like that? 37-20. 37 Dante the Brainiac. 37-20. Raheem Mostert rushing for over 200 yards. And I was fighting with everybody. Oh, <laughs> Shanahan kept Jimmy Garoppolo from pooping on himself. I'm saying to myself, well, you're average seven yards a carry. Why this. would I pass the football? Keep Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams off the football field. They ran the ball down their throats over and over and over again. By the way, Tevin Coleman got hurt in that football game. Yeah, Very yeah. underrated injury yeah. at that point of the season. But the Niners rolled over the Packers. It really it felt like a party walking into that football game because I was more worried about the Vikings game. Yeah. The Packers, it felt like a coronation. It felt like we were headed to 
South Beach, Miami. Aaron Rodgers quit in the second quarter of that game. He quit. There's no doubt in my mind he, he quit. quit. He tapped out of wanting to play no doubt. in that game. And that was the second time the Niners beat the Packers that year. Okay. 2021 season. It was uh, 2022 yeah. in terms of January. Niners, Packers, at Lambeau. What happened? 13-10. The greatest special teams day in the 49ers franchise history. Jordan Willis blocking the punt. Uh, Hufaga with the block field goal. Or is it the other way around? I forget. But one of the most underrated plays. One of the most underrated plays. Down, what was it, 7-3 or 7 nothing? Garoppolo, for some reason, forces a pass. He throws an interception. We're saying, oh, no, he did yeah. it again. Aaron Jones caught a screen pass, and he breaks a long one. Who was who was it? It was Jaquaski Tart who hustled Tart, on down. Hustled and, and saved the touchdown. Yep. Right saved the touchdown time. right before half. Nobody ever talks about it. Saves the touchdown. They force Green Bay to go for a field goal, and they block the field goal going into halftime. The Niners win 13-10 to advance to the NFC title game. My favorite play in that entire game was seeing Trent Williams go over in motion as yep. Debo Samuel's getting the ball on, I believe, third and seven or yep. whatever, yep. to set up a field goal yep. attempt. Everyone on the planet knew Debo was getting yep. it. We had no running game at that point. Yep. Oh, God, what a game. What his, a game. Half his arm is hanging off his elbow because of It was an unbelievable gash. game. One of the key plays, third and seven. They run the ball right up the middle. He gets a first down. They bleed the clock. Trent Williams with a great block going in motion. Yes. Remember, he went in motion and just laid a pack out. high ankle sprain. Yeah, it went high. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that was a very, very fun game on a Saturday. A Saturday after the Niners beat the Cowboys down in Jerry's World. We thought about flying up to Green Bay, Wisconsin. But then I had COVID, so I couldn't go. And chip, tickets were cheap, too. Tickets were cheap. That's when I caught COVID in Texas. Ten. Or maybe I brought COVID down to Texas. Who we're knows? up to the tenth time, Niners-Packers. All in the last 30 years. All in the last 30 it's years. It's pretty incredible. And I still get scarred. Despite the Niners winning four straight games against I'm the Green Bay Packers, I still fear that G on the helmet. When the G comes in, because they did beat the Niners in the regular season in 2022. Remember that? Back clock management by Shanahan. Well, back kickoff. The Devontae Adams exactly. unbelievable catch. And then, don't forget the COVID year, the Richie James game. I was pissed that we had oh. like 20 guys out there. Yeah, game. Thursday Night Football. It was a joke. It was a jump, but a long history. We talked to Antonio Freeman before one of those games at the Hilton Hotel, kind of reliving some of those memories. So it's a great rivalry. The Cheeseheads will be at Levi Stadium. We're going to see Jordan Love and company injected into my veins. I'm Fareed coming up on the other side. That will be brought to you by Safeway. Bay Area is Draymond Green. The Morning Roast with Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky is live on YouTube and Twitch right now. Time for you to like and subscribe. He's back. The miss is 16 games. Draymond Green is back. The Warriors go 8-8 eight eight in his absence. And boy, do they need some defense. The worst defensive rating in the last five games. They give up 70 and a half like it is nothing. They can use Draymond Green for sure. Now we'll see how he condones himself on the court. It's not the referees that's the problem. It's the physical assault, man. By the way, if you want a chance to win an autographed Chris McCaffrey jersey, it all starts tomorrow, Shasky. Listen for the keywords in between 7.30 and 8.30. And all you have to do is text the word to 20357, and you will qualify. We'll be doing this all week long in between 7.30 and 8.30. And also listen in between 12.30 and 1.30 to Stiney Guru. And, of course, Willard and Dibs from 4.30 to 5.30. But listen all day long because we're breaking down Niners and Packers. And, of course, go to State Warriors basketball. You can win. And, yes, you can qualify once each show. So you have 12 chances to win all week. Shasky, this jersey is sweet. 
sweet. It is. And if I was a CMC fan or I had a CMC lover in my life, I would be all over this. All you got to do is listen, watch us on YouTube, and call in. It's the sweet spots. So speaking of jerseys. 730, 830, 1230, 130, 430, 530. Speaking of jerseys, I was going to ask you, what jersey are you rocking Saturday? It's the Shasky. It's the Shasky. We're going in with the Shasky. We're going in with the Shasky. Yeah. The number one. Yeah, we're going in with White, the Shasky. White, red. Oh, we're going red. We're going red. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, 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 we're going to be ready for this one. I wanted to bring the baby. My wife is already vetoed no, that. No, 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 no. You what? don't bring the baby. What? No, not to. No, 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 no. He's been to flag football. He's been to no. countless CYO Th- baseball and basketball games already. You're talking about 70,000 people. So what? He just got all Loud. shots. Oh, oh, my God. No, dude, no, the, no. the little guy. Crying all night, with the Saturday shots. and Sunday. The shots, man. He's all you can see everybody, but man, he's just welcome. My little guy, dead silent during the day. Welcome to fatherhood, my friend. At night, this dude's up like an owl. Andre Nicotino on line one. <laughs> a guy who doesn't get much sleep, but he does a phenomenal job. I didn't see no bags under his eyes all weekend long on NBC Sports. I'm at Farina, old friend out here in the Bay Area. Giants pre post, remember him, Shasky? I do. But you know why he doesn't have any bags? He doesn't have to cape up for the Giants. That's why. <laughs> oh, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Probably get great sleep. No, don't do that. That's not fair. That's not fair. Oh, man, what's going on, man? Good morning. Bonte, Joe, what's happening? Uh, you know what they do? They put a lot of this white stuff under my eyes. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, what it's called. But when I sit in that chair and I get out of that chair, I have no more dark circles or bags under my eyes. So it's magic. The only white powder we acknowledge here is the one we got in trouble for many, many times bringing yeah, up. We don't morning. need to bring that up. So right. we're not going to bring it up right no, now. No, no, no. We're not going to bring that up. Sure subject. Yes. You see what I'm dealing with? I'm in for you. Wild card. guest line here. And, man, you know, these playoffs are great. A lot of people are saying, man, these are playoffs. But I enjoyed every last one of these games. What was a big takeaway for you? Because obviously you saw C.J. Stroud and the Browns. That was on your network, of course, last night, the Lions and Rams. But I know you tapped into the Cowboys and Packers. What was the biggest takeaway for you this past weekend? I mean, you're right. You're right. Because it's like they're blowouts, but they're compelling blowouts. To watch the Cowboys do that, hadn't lost at home. Not not even hadn't lost at home all season. They haven't lost at home since week one of last season. Tom Brady. So, I mean, that's how crazy that one was for me. And then you're right. C.J. Stroud seeing a rookie quarterback go in there and look nothing like a rookie quarterback. I do a podcast twice a week with, with Chris Sims, and he has just been stunned. He said this from week three. He goes, I don't think I've ever seen ever. He goes, ever seen a rookie quarterback play as well as C.J. Stroud. He makes no mistakes. He makes all the right throws, and we saw it again in the playoffs against statistically the number one defense in the NFL. So those games were unbelievable. And then, you know, I'm from Michigan. I grew up in Grand Rapids, three hours away from Detroit. It was amazing watching the Lions do what they did last night uh, and the Rams. And I love Matthew Stafford for what he did mm-hmm. for that franchise for so many years. But to see them get their, their first playoff victory in over 30 years was was really special. So it, I, I agree with you. You know, it's just like, I mean, I'm in it, but I think the playoffs have been super compelling so far. You know, what's the like, common denominator for these quarterbacks? Because you're referencing C.J. Shroud, Jordan Love. You see this with Brock Purdy at times. I feel like the layered throws, the intermediate layered throws over defenders, but underneath the back end of a defense, or, you know, uh, over the defensive linemen, but underneath the linebackers, or underneath the safeties, but over the linebackers. That's like the common denominator, whether it's Joe Burrow, or the young guys that we're watching right now, I feel like that art is totally in vogue right now. And, and I watched Jordan Love yesterday. He had different arm angles. I mean, he was stepping up in, in the pocket and throwing guys open. Watching him and C.J. Stroud simultaneously this weekend was, was a revelation. 
Yeah, it's like they, they see the field. It's like they've got really good anticipation, and you're right. They've got really good arm talent, and they can throw the heck out of the football. But I think the common denominator for those guys, too, is that they're in really, really good systems right now. Bobby mm. Slowick, the offensive coordinator for Houston, came over from San Francisco. They coach those guys really well. Matt LaFleur, I love what he's done with Jordan Love, and we've seen what Brock Purdy has done with uh, Kyle Shanahan, that combo. So, like, yeah, these guys are super talented, and they're also in a system that offensive lines that have protected these guys, Green Bay and Houston have had good offensive lines, give them time back there, and then offensive coordinators that make the game a little simpler for these younger quarterbacks, read half the field, look for this. If this is there, throw it here. Uh, I think Kyle does a great job with that, and those two offensive coordinators for Green Bay and, and Houston do as well. You know, I'm mean, watching Green Bay just dismantle the Dallas Cowboys because we're all stunned. You mentioned it, undefeated at home. They were scoring damn near 40 at home in Jerry's world, and the way the Packers dismantled them with the run game. Uh, I always look at the situation mm-hmm. in the playoffs, the trenches. Who's dominating the line of scrimmage? And for the most part, all the winners this weekend dominated the trenches here. Your thoughts, your initial thoughts on the Packers and Niners because the Niners have struggled against a run over the last month of the season. That's due to Eric Armstead's absence. Apparently he is back at practice. He's ready to go. What's your initial thoughts on Niners and Packers? Yeah, I think that's that's a good point because Dallas, while their defense is, has been elite at times and Micah Parsons might be the best defensive player in the NFL. I know Nick Bosa and fans there would argue with that, but Parsons has been awesome. They don't have a whole lot of size. It's like they're fast, they're not big. And I think that the Green Bay Packers, like you pointed out, were able to exploit that a little bit. The 49ers, the good thing that they have going for them is that they are fast and big, it seems like, especially on the defensive side of the ball. they got guys they can rotate in there. you got Chase Young now on the edge, and so it keeps them fresh. And so they've got a ton of bodies, a ton of big bodies. So I don't. it's not going to be as easy, obviously, for Green Bay to do what they did. Uh, because I think Dallas is built more on the speed and less on the power. And I think you're right. That's one of the areas that, that Green Bay was able to exploit. But I do wonder. It's like you got this Packers team now, a ton of confidence, goes mm-hmm. in there. If they start the game hot, score early, like who knows? It always is kind of like that worrying thing of the rust versus rest. But right. uh, Packers certainly come in hot. But they're definitely not going to be able to do some of the things they did against Dallas, against the 49ers. You know, as a standalone game on a Saturday night, I feel like the entire country is going to be hyper-focused on Brock Purdy. Like, specifically Brock Purdy. There's been a few games this year that have been national, and, and he's exploded. But late in the year is kind of the last taste that America has had of Brock Purdy. And he was thoroughly outplayed by Lamar Jackson, and he looked the worst he's ever looked in a 49er uniform. We all know he's better than what he showed in that game, but from a national perspective, especially you doing the, the podcast with with Chris Sims and working so closely with him, it, am I on on this when it comes to Brock Purdy? Like, don't you feel like America's going to be leaning forward, really, really examining how he plays in this game? hundred uh, percent, and I think that's the case with any quarterback in any game. I mean, we're still doing it with Dak Prescott, and he's been in the league forever, you know. And so it's just like we're looking at at the quarterback position with that with that laser focus, I, I'm, I'm curious to see how he plays. Like part of me is like over the whole, you know, is Brock Purdy elite? Is he not like where, how much is him? How much is Kyle? Because I mean, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a team sport yep. and they're having success and it doesn't, at the end, it doesn't even matter why, why it's good. Is he one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL? Who cares? They're the top seed in the NFC and they could win the Super Bowl with their current configuration right here. So I'm excited to see him. I mean, I like Brock Purdy a lot, and the story, obviously, is awesome. Um, nationally, you have the debates of how good is he because that's what makes the, the whole thing run and the debate shows run 24-7. 
I'm just excited to see how this team plays. And I think we saw with, with Cleveland, even though they they fizzled out in the postseason, like that, that's a team that had a 38-year-old quarterback and an elite defense. And they could have made a run in different circumstances, um, five different starting quarterbacks for that team. I, I, that's what I like about the NFL is that it's not cookie cutter. It's, it's, it's not just one size fits all. Yes, an elite quarterback certainly helps. But as we've seen with the 49ers, when you have elite everything else and your coach is super smart too, you can get by with a guy who makes all the right plays, but maybe wouldn't be able to do it without those pieces around them. I'm Ed Freed here on the Morning Rush on the Boxing Gerson guest line here, hosting Football Night in America for Maria Taylor, doing a hell of a job. And I thought you did an excellent job on the Peacock app. Saturday, Mahomes, Chiefs, Dolphins streaming on the, over 23 million streamers up during that Gosh. football game was insane. What was your thoughts going into that, knowing that, hey, we're going to have our own standalone show on, on NBC yeah. and we're going to do our own thing here? But was there any worry through the NBC higher ups? Because I'm at NBC now and I know they were pushing it peacock, peacock, peacock. And yeah. you always wonder about the streaming. And Shask and I were just talking about it saying, well, it wasn't a big deal because we've been streaming games on Amazon Prime. What was your thought right. process going into that as this game with Mahomes was streamed on an app? Well, we uh, we were happy that people watched because if they didn't, we wouldn't be around. We'd be gone. No They'd be like, we'd be gone. We'd be, we'd be gone. We'd be like, sorry, thanks for thanks for playing. Um, no, and like, I get, it's a it's obviously we work at the company. It's a bigger right. deal for us, and we're super proud of it. And the right. fact that we were able to pull it off, and we're all sweating it. Like, can we even handle twenty three million people on the on the Peacock right. app? I mean, I don't know. I, I trust all the people that uh, that run the thing. We're confident, and it and it works. So. Yeah, it was a it was a bigger deal for us, and like I I get it, right? It's like it's a whole lot easier just to turn on your TV and watch the game where you've been watching it all season long. But this is what I say: people started cutting the cord, and then we had to scramble. You know, we would have been okay with cable. We're a cable company for the for the rest of our lives. But um, but no, I, it, it was cool to be part of something that has never happened before. Um, I'm glad people found it, and it's just kind of like. That's, that's the world that we live in right now, right? It's like, how yep. are you going to deliver the game? Where are you going to get it? Can yep. I get it on my phone? Can I put it on my smart TV, too? And so mm-hmm. I, I think as a company, I don't want to speak for NBC because I'm not in any of those meetings. But but for us, it's just a, a changing landscape, as, as the phrase goes. And so we, we, were, we were happy that when people got there. And, like, I was most proud of that people got there, and hopefully they – Obviously enjoyed watching Patrick right. Mahomes, I mean, but enjoyed the, the production of it. It was Mike there, and Mike is awesome. Yeah. I don't know how he does what he does each and every weekend. So it was the quality of, of NBC. It just happened to be on, on the streaming service. I'm totally with you on Tariko. I've been saying it for about five years yeah, with B. He's my favorite. Yeah. And when he wasn't doing football, I thought that it was doing the sport a, dis, a disservice. I mean, the guy can do golf. Right. He can do baseball. I know for a fact he can do basketball. He can do football. I mean, he's, he's as talented <laughs> as they come, and he tells a great story story um do you foresee though because i've been hypothesizing this i think we're gonna get pay-per-view super bowl meaning it'll be behind a paywall of some sort whether that be on an app or whatever like i feel like that is coming in our lifetime am i getting too out in front of myself i don't know like i I have heard people say that and people connected with with the nfl and how they think i mean they've prided themselves for so long on having the games widely available free broadcast tv and i think it's been a big part of their success too. And so to, to throw that away, I, I think Joe, that it would happen when we're already at like a critical mass of like, like that's where everyone is anyway. It's just right. like, yeah, it's, it's, we've put the Super Bowl on the streaming service, but guess what? Cable's no longer around. And that's the only way people watch things is now through Netflix or Peacock or Paramount plus and what have you. So 
Like, I think it could happen, but it would only happen. And I think that's why the NFL is kind of experimenting with this, because if you fast forward in 10 years and this is basically how everyone's just watching everything is, is through these streaming services, the NFL wants to have an early footprint in that. So I, I think it could happen, but I think if it does happen, like, we're already wherever it's, it's streaming in a pay-per-view kind of setting. Speaking of streaming that Chiefs game. Chiefs Dolphins. Are we starting to sleep on the Chiefs? Because it felt like I know they struggle with all the wide receiver drops and the offense wasn't humming, but that defense is pretty legit. And that defense can go anywhere and stop. I, I was so impressed with how physical they were against Tyreek Hill and that Miami Dolphins offense. Are we sleeping on them in the AFC? I think so. Uh, probably, right? And it's yeah. like that that happens when a story like it happens year after year. So it's like, okay, we're kind of like we love Patrick Mahomes, but we're also kind of bored of it. And let's see what else is out there. Um, uh, you're right. It's like, it's like Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. And I love the way that Isaiah Pacheco ran in that game. And Rasheed Rice was, was like a dude. And I love both those guys, but uh, you're right. The story for the first time in Patrick Mahomes career in Kansas city has been the defense and Trent McDuffie, Legereus Sneed, they're dudes on the defensive side. Chris Jones is a dude. They're big and, and they're fast. It's funny. I was watching the game with, with Chris Sims in studio and he goes, you know, it's, it's something about the red uniforms for the Chiefs make them look smaller than they are. He's like, you'd be surprised. If you were down on the field with the Chiefs, you're like, this is one of the biggest, most physical teams in football. And you don't think that when you think the Chiefs. You think right. Mahomes and you think all the things they've done with the offense. But but you're right. That, that defense can go toe-to-toe with basically any defense in the NFL. All right. I got to squeeze one in. Uh-oh. I've got to. You, you love baseball. I see you tweeting all the time with Giants fans. <laughs> Don't get them started. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. I'm one of the disgruntled. Okay, I freely admit it. All right, I, I'm I'm out here and and I'm not happy with just a lot of what's going on with the organization. And to me, it starts with just a lack of a clear cut plan. Like I don't really understand what 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 we're doing and a lack of being bold when it comes to the trade market. Forget free agency. We're too obsessed with free agency trades. Where are you at with the Giants right now from afar? A- am I being too critical? Probably. Um, but, like, that's the fun of it. Like, that, like we want our teams to make interesting moves that, that make us sit up in our seat and go, like, oh, that's, I can't wait to see how this is going to turn out. Um, like, you're right. I do still follow the Giants, and I, I get oh, involved don't. sometimes. And I, should, and I shouldn't do that. <laughs> do you think we I'm whine like, too much? There. Keep I'm not real. on the ground anymore. you got to be right. on the ground to be in the battle. Um, but I always default to, like, no, no one's as dumb as we'd hope they'd be, right? It's like some of these moves that teams make or whatever, you're like, that, that sounds like an idiotic move. And then if you were in that seat, you'd be like, oh, I see how this is all playing out here. Um, so I, I usually default. It's boring, but I usually default to giving, giving some teams more of a benefit of the doubt than maybe I should. Um, at the same time, I'm from Michigan. I'm a Detroit fan in all the sports, and I'm a Detroit Tigers fan. And I look at the problems that Giants fans are having, and I go, well, try, try to be a Tigers fan for maybe 10, 10, 15 minutes. Like, these names of, like, who's that? Like, for 10 years, basically, we have not talked about any of that stuff. It's just been like, are any of our young, homegrown talent guys going to do anything? And it's like, no, they're not. Do <laughs> uh, we have any money? No, Torkelson. we don't. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Spencer Torkelson. Yeah. Torkelson, <laughs> yeah. Petaluma. We're still waiting on him. Exactly. Javi Baez in that ridiculous contract. Yeah, no, I do feel for Exactly. <laughs> there are, yeah, there are problems here. So that, that that would be my one retort is that Giants fans, it's like sometimes you get a little spoiled. I get it. You know, it's like there's been a lot of success. There's a lot of money there. 
Um, but but put on the shoes of a Tigers fan for maybe a couple hours, and you'll have maybe a little bit better. Oh, man, I, I'm going to be delusional now. You think Red Sox fans are looking at Tiger fans, and that's how they're measuring themselves? Like we're looking at the at the West Coast Yankees, the Dodgers, and they're getting everybody, and that's your number one rival. Like I hear you. I just don't think that the comparison holds water. Like, you've been lapped by the Padres and the D-backs, for Christ's sake. You've won three championships this millennium. But it's like, but the Mets spent, what, $320 million and got nothing. You know, the Dodgers spent. spent, Yeah. yeah, I I, I get it. I get it. You know, it's like, and we want want to feel like the team is set up for success in the offseason. It makes it the beginning of the season so much better. I get that, right? It's like, but we have seen in baseball that, yeah. You throw it all out. Come October, even before the World Series, it's like, yeah, I don't know who's going to win. I know the two teams who are in it. So baseball can be so random, and it's really a 26-man sport, um, more so than any other. I think it's more so than, than even fo- – it's like maybe the NFL is up there and tied there too. But we've seen now with the Dodgers and the Rays, it's like you build a 26-man roster. It's not about one, two, or mm-hmm. three guys. Angels have proven that over the last few years. So. No, I get it. Like you want, like Aaron Judge would be amazing to root for for the Giants. Like no brainer. Like it's like if they could have made that happen. But here's the thing too: Yankees are thinking that, Cubs are thinking that, Mets are thinking that, right. and those dudes have a lot of money too. So, hey, real quick before we let Thanks, you go, buddy. man, we appreciate the time yeah. as always. I know you're yeah. a busy guy. You did a hell of a job this weekend with Chris Sims and uh, David McCourty. He is so good on television as well. I love him. Real quick, uh, twenty seconds or less. Bill Belichick to the Cowboys. What's next for that? I think, I, I, like I think it's gonna. It just makes too much sense. Right? It's just like, yeah, I get it. Like, Jerry's a, a hard-headed guy. Bill's a hard-headed guy. But but why not try to make it work? They're both getting up there. Like, Jerry's definitely yep. getting up there. Put your ego aside. Get Bill there and try to win it over the next couple of years. Yeah, the other Bill there, Bill Parcells, remember that? They had about three or four year, a three or four-year run there down and in that's Dallas. About the, yeah, that's the shelf life, yep. I think, in a, in a situation like that with two strong-headed guys. But why not go for it? Take yep. a chance. Well, my my guy, Jonathan Sackey, says hi. Uh, he speaks oh. very high, very well of you, man. Well, your grind, your story, man. You've done a great job, man. You're an inspiration to us all out here in the Bay Area. I mean, keep, keep killing over there at NBC out there it, in the East it, Coast. It, Guys, I love my time there. Thanks for having me on, and uh, I'll talk whenever you guys want to talk. Absolutely. Have a good one, buddy. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the insight. Yeah. I'm Ed Farid yeah. here on the Boxer and Gerson guest line. Joined us on the road, said a lot there. So let's start with what he said lastly. What, Belichick? Belichick. Sorry for shoehorning baseball. Oh, no, I knew you. I knew you could. I had to. Uh, Belichick. Nobody cares about the Giants. It's decided Jordan Hicks, four years, $44 million. He's a reliever. They're going to make him a starter. No, well, no, no. On this team, everyone's a reliever and a starter. All right? And now you don't even know if he's the opener or not. Wake wake me up with opening days here. Who who did Giants play opening day? I don't know. Yeah, who cares? But I'll be there. (laughs) I won't. Me me and my son will be there. (laughs) I Uh, won't. Here's what what I would say Um, Belichick to the Cowboys is a major network dream come true. Think about the storylines and the camera and the cutaways of Belichick and Jerry Jones and that iconic star. Well, Giants opened up in San Diego. Bob Melvin's former team. Great. Uh, You don't think? I do. I think the Cowboys should go after Jim Harbaugh. I feel like Harbaugh's a better fit. Yeah, but Harbaugh, if he's going to come back, he he wants a 7, 8, 9, 10-year runway. And Jerry Jones should give him that. Jerry Jones needs to hire a good Jerry's coach. He's 81. Yeah, well, you know what? He's 81. Belichick, it does feel like it. Belichick, oh, gosh. Who's going to be a quarterback? Who are they going to side? Belichick to Dallas. Wow. I would just let Jerry do the postgame interview on behalf of Belichick. That would drive Belichick crazy. That's going to drive Belichick crazy. No, it's not. Jerry Jones speaking out about the team, holding pressers. Unbelievable.
You guys think Nick Sirianni could join Mike McCarthy on the hot seat yes. if they lose tonight? Absolutely. I told that. My biggest fear is Belichick going to the Eagles because I think he could fix the Eagles' woes on defense and hire Josh McDaniels, if he doesn't go to New England already, to fix their offense. It, it does feel like the way the Cowboys lost yesterday has a lot to do with Like, Let's say like it was a, a late comeback from Jordan Love right, no, and they were down. Like, I still don't think McCarthy would have gone because they got no, embarrassed so gone. badly. That's why he's gone. No, now, with Sirianni, no if like what. if you think Sirianni a year after yes. losing the Super Bowl they could fired be fired, Doug fired? P. but Doug yeah, Peterson, but that was a couple years later. Yeah, a couple Doug, years later, and he Doug Peterson had a playoff run after that, right? Too. And they they should have beat the Saints in the divisional round, but Alshon Jeffrey dropped the pass Delicious. inside the twenty yard line. They would have. I think the Eagles would have went back to back. I, honestly, God, I think well, they would have went back to back. Wasn't that the year they beat the Bears like on the on the double door? Yeah, the double door. Yeah, the Bears should have beat them that right, year. The double Trubisky door. actually hit a couple throws in that game, but that's Trubisky. That's Trubisky. <laughs> Trubisky. Um, listen. And that's the Bears. Oh, my God. And that's the Bears. I'm looking over your shoulder right now, right. and I'm seeing a number 88 Daryl the Guru Johnson in a throwback Cowboy jersey right now. Is that CD or is that Dez? Oh, that's probably. You got you to gotta wait. Michael that's Irvin. You got to see oh, you who gotta it is. Wait. You got to wait. By the I know way, something else is going to say. Damn it. I forgot Belichick to the say. Eagles? No. Oh, my God. Something about the Bears. Oh. Speaking of Trubisky, because he's from North Carolina, I was listening to some guys. I don't know who was on a 95-70 game. I was driving around, and they were talking about, was it Drake May from North Carolina being the number one overall no, pick? No. And they were going off for about no. 15 minutes, and I was like, oh, my gosh. You're you really when does that May? crack come into yeah. play yeah. for you? Kirk Morrison joined us and said, I'm going to North Carolina to see what this guy is all about. And the next time Kirk Morrison joined us or came on the show, he was like, uh, uh, you know what? Yeah, he's not it. Well, he's not it. It's funny how we do these evaluations because I'm listening to Cowherd and he's talking about the guy from Oregon, uh, the quarterback. What's his name? Come on, Bo Nix. He goes, "Oh, he's as accurate as Drew Brees." You know how good Drew Brees was. I know. You know, we I, just flippantly say stuff like that. Like, oh, you know, he's just as accurate as what, Drew Brees. That's why I got on you I guys. Know, one of the greatest quarterbacks who's ever lived. That's why I got on you guys about Caleb Williams and Mahomes. It's like, whoa, 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 let's pump the brakes here. No, we were saying pump that the he, he, he makes has mannerisms. That reminds yeah, me. but I'm like, hold on, hold it's on, as hold on, as hold on. Anyway, my point being is I watched that kid Bo Nix, and I'm like, bro, he couldn't he couldn't hit the right side of a born. Like, no. Now I'm sorry. Now maybe he eventually turns into that. I didn't see it with Herbert, but Herbert's still looking for that, you know, yeah, that I, actual signature I, victory. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not trusting any North Carolina quarterback. I am with one. you on that one. Sam Howe, Mitchell yeah. Trubisky, now Drake May is his name. I I'm good. I'm good off that. I'm totally good off that. But these quarterbacks coming out is going to be very interesting. And these younger quarterbacks, I think the league is in good hands when it comes to the quarterback position. Life after Brady, life after Peyton Manning, life after Aaron Rodgers one day. I can't wait for him to leave the sport. The NFL's in good hands. Here's the other thing that I'm monitoring as I'm the Niners. Clearly, you're trying to finish this season out. No one denies it. This year, we're all folks about now. I've got two eyeballs, not one, two eyeballs on one situation. Max Crosby in Vegas. If Max Crosby wants out of Vegas, well, I am moving heaven and earth to get him and have him as the bookend to Nick Bosa. Alongside Nick Bosa. That would be perfect. I would now, clear so much money but, to try to make that work. But would the Raiders do business with the Niners? It's a great question. Would they do business with the 49ers? I don't know. I feel like Mark Davis would say, you know what? Not to that team. Not going to do it to that team. I think they're so down and out, and you know, in their own little world right now. Who knows what they? That's would why Khalil Mack's not a Niner. Well, it's part. They wouldn't do business with the 49ers. He'll be a free agent this year. He would, but I. Uh, I'm over uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah, I'm over Khalil Mack too. He had a couple good games. He had like 15 sacks. He had a pretty good year. Khalil. Yeah. How many of them against the Raiders? Like 10. He had five against the Raiders. That's still <laughs> 11. 
It's 11. <laughs> One game against the Raiders can help your season. It could help your season. But, no, Max Crosby basically said, folks, if, in case you're just joining us, that if they don't hire Antonio Pierce and make him the full-time head coach, he wants out of the Raiders. He's had five different coaches so far in his career. I mean, I, that's insane. I don't this will him. be his fifth if they move up. So here. who's his first? Was it Del Rio? No, it was Gruden. Gruden, Gruden drafted him, and then you had Bisaccia, then you had McDaniels, now you have Pierce. So if you move off from Pierce, that'd be number five. Wow, 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 wow. So you think Belichick should go to the Cowboys? I'm intrigued with Jim Harbaugh going down there. All right, so all right, so but, okay. but Belichick fine, Belichick right. or Harbaugh fine. Okay, okay, okay. Let, let's say Chargers. Who should the Chargers be targeting? Well, the Chargers should be targeting Belichick or Harbaugh because they need some fans. Okay, they need to, they need a jolt of energy with that fan base out of L.A. Okay, they don't have a home field advantage. They may never have a home field advantage, but they need star power in the worst way. The worst way. Season ticket sales are probably down with the Chargers. I don't know. I, I'm just speculating. Yeah, yeah. Who, who should the Commanders? No, I was going to go Seattle Seahawks first, but you can go Commanders. Your call. See, I thought Seattle, Spinotti and I were talking about this Friday before the news broke about Kaylin DeBoer. I thought the Seahawks were just going to go down and shoot to the University of Washington and just promote Kaylin DeBoer. It's like, yo, come close to Seahawks. Stay up here in the Pacific Northwest. But now I don't know where Seattle goes. They're talking about Dan Quinn. You sure you want Dan Quinn? Oh, I hope they take Dan Quinn. You sure you want Dan Quinn? We'll slice them up. I'm out. I don't see Harbaugh (laughs) being in Seattle. I don't see Belichick going to Seattle. What about Ben Johnson from Detroit? Does he want that job? Lose a lot of offensive weaponry. Boy, he may be better off to stay in Detroit. I think the hardest job to try to fill this offseason because of the division is not the Chargers I or the Raiders. I think right. it's that NFC West Seattle Seahawks job. I just think it's a tough job. McVay and Shanahan. You really want to go up against McVay and Shanahan? What about the commander's job? I think the East is actually wide open. If I'm running yeah. with, like, if I'm looking at, like, are the New York Giants a threat? I don't even know who their quarterback is. Is Belichick going to be I think Bob Philly, Myers? I, I fear Philly acquiring Belichick because I think if, he could fix them. What if Belichick goes to Washington? They haven't been to an NFC title game since 1991. I know. But, like, be. New Buddy, Harris, DC. So he's going to take another young quarterback and do what? Yeah, I don't Who's know. Who's his offensive quarterback? Well, if he goes to Dallas, it's Dacker who? For Belichick. I, 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 you go to the Chargers, it's Justin Herbert, who everybody's yeah. propped up yeah. on another level, and I haven't seen it yet from Justin Herbert. No. What about if Pittsburgh moves off of Mike Tomlin? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's happening now with that late surge. They went to the, they went ten to seven with no quarterback. The Mason Rudolph experience. I mean, they may be in this game against Buffalo. Who knows? Here's the thing that I, you and I talked about a couple years ago that I think now, after this weekend, is more prominent. Look around the league. When we hired Kyle Shanahan, I was like, "Well, what has he done? He's 35 years old, or whatever he was, 37. He's been in the game now as a head coach since what 2017, correct? 2017. Him and McVay. McVay arrived in L.A. Should have had arrived in the Bay Area. Think about the playoff experience." He has garnered over the last seven seasons. Think about the landscape of the NFL and all of the movement when it comes to coaches. You tell me, outside of maybe Andy Reid, who you're taking over Shanahan or McVay right now in the game. You're probably not taking anybody. But if I'm going to play devil's advocate, there's a lot of guys you can make a case for. The guy we're going to see Saturday, Matt LaFleur. We laughed at him. Shanahan's owned LaFleur yeah, in the But playoffs. we laughed at him, head though. Head to head, we've beaten their ass. They, 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 he's got to win, though. He's got to win. No but, doubt. And but, what he's done with Jordan what, Love but is But what he said with Jordan Love, what he said with the Packers, they were 3-6 and six at one point this season. 3-6. No, no doubt. I, they went to Detroit on Thanksgiving Day and kicked the Lions' ass. 
Now they're in the playoffs, and they've reinvented themselves. Just saying, LaFleur's got an argument. Okay. Now, Shanahan's better. I'm okay. taking okay. Shanahan. Okay. But LaFleur, if you want to just make an argument, LaFleur's been okay. really good. Okay. What about Dan Campbell? I'm not taking Dan Campbell over Kyle Shanahan. Dan Campbell's been pretty damn good with the Lions. We will see as this playoff, you know, Shanahan's won six playoff games. But I'm just saying how many playoff games he's won. He's won a lot. You know? He's won a lot. And to your point, has had the lesser quarterback in how many of them? It, damn near all of them. We're going to buy the kneecap off. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I'll Ernie listen Chavez, to that's a good one. John I, Harbaugh? We never mention John Harbaugh. Why don't we ever mention John Harbaugh, the coach of the Baltimore that's Ravens? A good question. They just continue to win, just like Toblin. We never mentioned John Harbaugh. That's a good one. That's and the way they undress us on Christmas Day, how prepared well, they are every single week. Their DC is a as a prime candidate. I'm just asking out loud. As right. I watch all these games, if you told Detroit, hey, Detroit, you can have Kyle Shanahan instead of Dan Campbell. I don't know if they're taking after Shanahan that right win, now. They're probably not, but they're you get pro- what my I mean, point is. I think most of them would take Shanahan. You know, Shanahan has won a lot of points. I'm not games, taking no Dan doubt. Campbell over Shanahan, not yeah. even a million nah, years. Of course. I mean, and I, I like wouldn't Dan either, Campbell, but Dan Campbell's on. a pretty damn good coach. I'm just, we're making the an argument. Is, who's, is very who's, short. who's in that conversation as we see All right, these what about new the guy from Tampa Bay? Who's been a coach at the Arizona? Tom Bowles? Yeah. Nah, I'm not taking Tom Bowles. Nobody's taking Tom Bowles. Nobody's taking Tom Bowles. We're definitely not taking Siri. I mean, there's like a thousand openings this year, and. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.